The Chicago Bulls may have just caught a break. Joel Embiid will be missing the game tonight as the Bulls face the Philadelphia 76ers. Can the Bulls take advantage of it? We'll be talking about that. DeMar DeRozan getting early MVP votes and his comments on Patrick Williams needing to shoot the ball more. We'll get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans, welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central. I'm your host here, Hayes. And so, our Bulls face off against the Philadelphia 76ers tonight. And as most of Bulls fans know, that has been the bane to our existence, the Aaron Rodgers, so to say, to basketball, uh, what Aaron Rodgers is to football against the Bears, that is Joel Embiid, who is undefeated against the Chicago Bulls when he plays in games, is actually going to miss this game tonight as the Bulls uh, do face off against the Philadelphia 76ers and we go into Philly. And so that, at least on paper, bodes well for the Chicago Bulls, right? It, it, it eliminates their best player and um, and completely opens things up. And it changes things for Nikola Vucevic, a player who, while has had some solid games against Joel Embiid, never really competes and cannot contain Joel Embiid. He just cannot. And so it really does change the whole dynamic in the game just by the fact of matchups. The matchups now that would have been unfavorable to the Chicago Bulls now become favorable matchups just because of missing Joel Embiid. And so the Bulls need to capitalize on this. But as we know with this Chicago Bulls team, they have been susceptible to losing games like this in which teams are missing some of their better players. So let's see what happens tonight. I do think that the Bulls are going to be able to do more or focus more on operating from the inside out with Nikola Vucevic in this game. And if Andre Drummond plays, he's going to have the size advantage as well. Um, This this, uh, Philadelphia 76 team outside of Joel Embiid is not the biggest team in the world. Montrezl Harrell may may play some. We'll see what goes on with that. P.J. Tucker's a a, a gritty player and, and has some of that dog in him. But outside of that, you know, there's not really too many players on this team that are going to keep Nikola Vucevic from having a big game on paper. We got to see how that goes. Now, as we already know, uh, uh, Korkmaz usually kills the Bulls. Uh, You also got to look out for Tyrese Maxey. Matisse Thibel, who's kind of fallen out of favor with this this, this Philadelphia 76ers team as well. We'll see what type of impact he has. He's uh, only played in 33 games. Well, only started six, played in 33 games. Only averaging 11 minutes per game in this. So, again, a player that defensively has done some things against the Bulls in the past probably is not going to uh, be able to have that impact. But outside of that, this this Philadelphia 76ers team is still not a team that you want to take lightly. It's still not a team that you want to overlook. They still have some players that can absolutely go off of offensively, and that is usually where the Bulls, if they do falter to players like that, it, it's in there. James Harden, we know he is a threat to be a bucket at any given time, and as the Philadelphia 76ers have used him more as a facilitator and he's their starting point guard, he's still liable to go off at any time. Tyrese Maxey, another player averaging over 20 points per game, is an absolute bucket at times and has had some success against Io DeSumo, so we want to monitor that and see what that matchup looks like. The Anthony Melton, he's going to try to do some things with Zach Levine, especially defensively, but Zach completely outsizes him, and hopefully Zach uses his added uh, height and length over a player like that to have an effective game. Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris is one of those players to where, not that, I don't think anybody ever fears Tobias Harris, but he quietly goes off sometimes as well, averaging 16 and a half points per game this season on almost 50% shooting. 
He's not a player at all, either that you want to overlook that could have a big night, especially considering what they may do on the matchup-wise against them. And that's going to be the biggest thing in this game is can the Bulls win their matchups, individual matchups? Can they take advantage of them? And can uh, Patrick Williams also have another game in which he forces the other team to guard him? Because if they have to put P.J. Tucker or Tobias Harris on, on Patrick Williams and allows DeMar to kind of do some more things as well as Zach Levine, and just in general, if Io DeSumo and Patrick Williams, not necessarily that we expect them to have the same points output as what they did in the last game, but if they can also impact the game by playing efficiently, it it, it just frees, it's better basketball. This is what it boils down to. It's better basketball. So that's what I'm looking for the Chicago Bulls to do tonight. Set the tone against the Philadelphia 76ers. If they can set that tone defensively and offensively early, this team is going to have success. Again, you guys know with where the Bulls season is right now, I'm away from predicting wins and losses just because of how unpredictable this team has been this season. But this is a game in which the Bulls have to set that tone early. Now, Alex Caruso, I don't think we've gotten a, a, a firm uh, answer if he's playing or not tonight. Let me check the depth chart, the injury report right now. Looks like he's listed as day-to-day. Him and Javante Green both listed as day-to-day. So considering the matchup, considering now that this team is, is missing Embiid and the Bulls are playing a back-to-back as we play tomorrow night as well, they could look to give those players, at least one of those players, a rest. We'll see what happens with that. But even with missing Alice Caruso and Javante Green, considering what the Philadelphia 76ers are missing, if this team comes in, Kobe White, again, been huge for us off the bench. Him, Goran Dragic, really kind of set the tone of that bench Drummond, when he's in there, especially rebounding, but Derrick Jones Jr. bringing that energy, things like that. We need this team to step up and set the tone in every facet of the game. And if they can do that, if Goran Dragic, Kobe White, Derrick Jones Jr. all can have big games, and by big, I don't mean points. Let's, let me be clear here because I think every time I say that, somebody thinks I mean points. I'm not talking about points necessarily. I'm talking about it with energy, with defense, with moving the ball, things like that. If that team, If this team can set that tone early, the Bulls can definitely have success against the Philadelphia 76ers. I don't, I don't think anybody's questioning, can the Bulls? At this point in the season, with the Bulls having the record they have against the better teams in the Eastern Conference and in the league, I don't think anybody questions anymore, can the Bulls do, have success? It's just, will they have success? Really, that's what it boils down to with this team is, will they? We know that they can, but we, never, we can never be sure and rest in saying that this team is for sure going to do anything. But if this Bulls team is focused, if the improved play that we've seen from them over the course of the last 10 games in which the Bulls have a positive point differential of almost five and a half, keep in mind, we did not have a positive point differential at all last season. And considering some of the big, big games in this stretch that we've given up, the fact that we have that, that type of point differential, it would be, if you take away those two Cleveland games, it would be even higher than that. And the Rockets game as well. We can't overlook the Rockets game. So with that being said, it's like, this team has to come in with the focus, with setting that tone. And if they do those things, they're going to find success. That's just what it boils down to. All right, getting off the game. Let me know what you guys think. What are some of your expectations? Who do you think is going to have? The, you know what? That's the question. Let's start doing a question of the day. I just thought of this off the top of my head. I also put this over in the poll section in the community tab. Who do you think is going to have the biggest impact on today's game? Do you think it's going to be Kobe? Think, think it's going to be uh, Patrick Williams? Is it going to be Io, Zach, Vooch, Damar? Who do you think is going to have the biggest impact in the game for the Chicago Bulls tonight? And make sure that you realize I said impact, not just score, impact. Let me know what you guys think on that down below. All right, next up. Uh, All-Star voting came out, and kind of surprisingly, at least to me, DeMar DeRozan is sixth amongst guards in All-Star voting. Now, he does have the numbers. And when you look at DeMar DeRozan's stat line, he has the numbers of an All-Star. 
But considering how up and down the Chicago Bulls season has been, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't necessarily expect to see any Bulls on the All-Star voting this season, but I think that just shows you the love that people do have for DeMar DeRozan. Averaging 26.6 points per game, 5.2 rebounds, almost five assists on 50% shooting. Those are All-Star numbers. And uh, DeMar DeRozan, 13th in the league, in the entire league in scoring. So it, it, I guess, you know, when, when you look at that, it kind of makes sense. Um, it just in a way, it surprised me just because didn't necessarily expect that from DeMar DeRozan. Get, like, because the Bulls season has been largely a struggle this season for most Bulls fans. But, you know, shout out to him for getting MVP votes. We can see if he gets in there maybe as a reserve. I still not too hopeful on the Bulls having all stars this season, but I've been, this is just the first results back. We'll see what it goes as we get closer to that all star break. But, Hey, right now, DeMar DeRozan, six amongst guards. Let me know if you guys were surprised as that, as, as, as surprised as that as I was. All right, next topic. Laurie Marketing went off with another almost historic stat line. And if you guys are subscribed over to my other channel, which is NBA Central, I'll actually be doing a video today. It'll be dropping today on um, just the scoring and the big games that we're seeing in the league and just what, what is that indicative of. But uh, Laurie Marketing with another big game, eight rebounds, one assist, one block, but 49 points from Laurie Marketing. Um, in the Utah Jazz's win over the Rockets. And so the way that Laurie has really shown out this season and developed, it's led me to this. And I'm going to use this to segue into Patrick Williams. But the Bulls did give up early on Laurie, on Laurie Marketing, and he gave up on the Bulls a lot. That Jim Bo If the Jim Boylan era didn't happen, Laurie would probably still be a Chicago Bull. But I think he was so kind of uh, just turned off by having, and Boylan really did affect a lot of the players' development and their confidence on, on this roster where that was on the roster at this time. Experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with MyBookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code Bull Central, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code Bull Central to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Uh, at that time, that... You know, him going away to Cleveland, kind of having that to kind of reset the palette, and then going into Utah where he's able to be more of a focal point of the offense, we're just seeing him respond in a way that 
Bulls fans would have loved to see that here. And we saw some flashes of that, specifically in his first and second years. But he's just balling out this season. And I want to use this to talk about Patrick Williams and the younger players on this roster overall. Now, over on the Windy City Breeze, you guys may have watched it. P-Kid dropped a video. And in that video, he was saying the Bulls need to do something now. But more, more specifically in that video, he talked about Kyle Kuzma. And he, and he compared it to Patrick Williams saying, you know, well, Kuzma was in a similar situation to Patrick Williams in this when he really he wasn't. Kyle Kuzma, in every season of his career, got more shots and plays called for him than Patrick Williams. Now, some of that is because Kuzma did have more confidence. Kuzma did have a little bit more aggressiveness and was a little bit more assertive than Patrick Williams for sure. But you look at the upside, and I think that Patrick Williams has way more upside than Kyle Kuzma, especially when you look at the fact that Patrick Williams just doesn't get much, much things called for him. Now, we're starting to see that change a little bit. We saw it change in last game, even though he only had eight shots, getting more to the free throw line. I think that's going to be something for Patrick Williams. But as Bulls fans are upset at Patrick Williams and his lack of development, and I understand it, as a fourth overall pick, there's this, this concept and thought that we need these this guy to develop quick. And I do think AK and Eversley were also looking at it when they bet on continuity I am choosing to believe that that bet on continuity was hoping that Patrick Williams was going to hit a bit of a leap. Not, not, not take the huge leap necessarily, but make a step up. And the Bulls do need Patrick Williams to step his game up and to be more aggressive and confident in it. We talked about it over on Locked on Bulls as well. Patrick Williams, as the, as the role man in pick and rolls, when he actually shoots the ball, hits it at an almost 80% clip. That is crazy. Now, he doesn't. it's not the biggest sample size when he does that. But we need to see Patrick Williams be a little bit more aggressive. And when you talk about the development of Patrick Williams, Billy Donovan and, and uh, DeMar DeRozan recently spoke, spoke on it. And Billy Donovan said this. That has happened some. Some of it has been who he's matched up with and who, who's played him in terms of trying to put him in actions against maybe, quite honestly, if someone's trying to hide a defender on him, I'm trying to get him active and make that guy have to guard him a little bit and also get Patrick more involved. It's not so much, hey, listen, Patrick, this is your play. We're running this for you. When you catch it, just shoot it. I don't subscribe to that. But you can put him in some actions where he's got to make a decision and be aggressive. And he, of late, to your point, has been in some of those situations. And DeMar DeRozan chipping this in, and this is a great soundbite from DeMar. Well, no, I guess I'm not pulling the sound, but this is a great quote from DeMar DeRozan. Because if he don't shoot it, he's going to get cussed the fuck out. De DeMar DeRozan shouted from across the locker room. And the thing that I like to see in this it's them building in the confidence of Patrick Williams. At some point, Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, I'm going to say both of them in this, even though you guys know I think one is more selfish than the other. Regardless of that, they have to realize that for this team to find the success, you have to have contributions from your other players. Patrick Williams has to find a way to be aggressive. They have to, and to see Billy Donovan say, putting him in situations where he's forced to be aggressive. I always say this, growth is not comfortable, right? That's why it's called growing pains. So you have to put players in a situation to where they kind of have to show out or go the fuck home. And so when it comes to Patrick Williams, I, I, I am trying to practice more patience myself when it comes to Patrick Williams because while I was very patient last season, very understanding even at the beginning of this season, there are times where Patrick Williams does some things that just kind of stands out in the corner. And I'm pissed not just at him, but at the coaching staff, whatever else. Trying to practice more patience because I guarantee you, if the Bulls were to trade away Patrick Williams and he was to go to a team that, that built up his confidence, was able to just play some things through him, force him to have the ball in his hands, force him to be involved in the game, Patrick Williams would see exponential growth as a player. Now, he's on a team that has two very ball-dominant players. That's not going to come as easy as if he was on a rebuilding team, which he originally came to, but we have to see Patrick Williams 
continue to be involved. We need to see the coaching staff continue to call plays for Patrick Williams. Am I expecting Patrick Williams to get 15 call plays called for him a game? Hell no. That'd be ridiculous to ask for of a player that hasn't, that just frankly hasn't earned that right yet. But you do need to put the ball in his hands a little bit more to try to force that growth. Io DeSumo, the same thing. When Io pushes the pace as a point guard, when he dictates, dictates that pace of the team and is able to go, um, and, you know, he, he's making the right passes at times. There's still some sloppy things in Io's game. I would like to see his assist number go up and that rate go up a little bit more as well as a point guard since that's what he plays on this team. But with that being said, when Io is aggressive, when he does push the pace, when he does attack, we saw him in the last game against the Brooklyn Nets attack Kyrie Irving with no fear. And when 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 Io does those things, we are finding success in those moments. So we need to see more of that from these players. We were losing when we weren't doing it. So again, I do think wins are going to come. And to get back on the Patrick Williams point of this, with, with when you empower Patrick Williams and, and, and when you when you put the ball in his hands, when you allow him to do some things, when you allow him to be aggressive, when you empower those players, I do think more success is going to come from that when the Chicago Bulls do that. So you know, and I'm trying to practice more patience as well with Patrick Williams. Everybody needs to, in my opinion, because I understand the frustration of Patrick Williams not being right now what we thought we were getting in a fourth overall pick. I understand that. But it's not linear linear with any player. And while even Laurie Marketing, in which we kind of started this conversation with, got way more shots, was the focal point of the offense in his rookie year because Zach Levine was out with injury most that, that first year. He had time to develop that and go through those things a little bit more. I think there's still a hell of a player in Patrick Williams. I do think that. And, you know, as the Bulls look forward and we and we move forward at, at what we can do and hoping AK and Eversley do something, I do think Patrick Williams is still going to be on this team, rightfully so, but I do want to see him put in a position and forced to grow a little bit more than what he has been so far in his career. Now, moving off that, into the last topic for today, and that is I want to talk about realistic trade um, targets for the Chicago Bulls. Now, but with that being said, I'm not giving trades for this. I'm not saying, hey, these are specifically uh, trades that I want to do. We kind of went over some of those suggested trades yesterday. I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to talk about two targets that I would like the Bulls to go after. And one of those is a target that we had not talked about yet. And that is Eric Gordon. I would love to see the Bulls go after Eric Gordon. If the Bulls want to do something and add some needed skill and talent level to this team and try to keep this team together as of right now, but just add a player, Eric Gordon could possibly be that for the Chicago Bulls, a veteran who can really fit in any offense. We know he can spread the ball. We know he can put he can be a bucket at times. I would really like the Bulls. Now, the only thing that would keep them keep them from going after Eric Gordon is the size of his contract. And I do think that that, that contract could keep the Bulls from, from being in those sweepstakes because they would have to include like a like a, a Kobe at a bare minimum or or Alice Caruso. So I don't know necessarily how how the Bulls would go about getting that deal. But as a target, I really do like Eric Gordon, a player that we just kind of talked about, Kyle Kuzma. I would love Kyle Kuzma to be a target for the Chicago Bulls. Now, again, these are larger deals that would have to really, you would really have to do some maneuvering on the roster to get that. Unless, as the rumors have been stated, that the Washington Wizards are just really trying to get out from under Kyle Kuzma and that contract and get that off their books, move on from him, get what they back they can. If you can match that salary, and maybe throw in the Portland pick. That could be something that's doable. Again, I'm not presenting exact trade uh, uh, ideas for that. And then Jared Vanderbilt. Jared Vanderbilt is a player that I really like what his skill set could bring for the Chicago Bulls team. A defender who's not hesitant to shoot. Young, still fits this timeline, uh, whatever else. And, you know, it really depends on how the Utah Jazz see him fitting in their long-term future. 
But it seems like they're going to be trying to work out a contract extension with Laurie Marketing, which could mean that they're open to moving some of those other things. We've now heard that they want to talk contract extension with Marketing and uh, Jordan Clarkson. So with that being said, they could look to move a player like Jared Vanderbilt. That's a player, again, that I wouldn't mind the Chicago Bulls going after at all either. Jay Crowder, one of the we always talk, I've really talked about him at, at nauseam kind of at the beginning of the season and the reasons why I don't necessarily see the Bulls going after him, but he could be another realistic trade target for the Chicago Bulls as well. Aiden, those, those are really pie-in-the-sky type ideas. I don't know if they come. Miles Turner, I really don't know what happens there either. I know a lot of Bulls fans have been interested in Miles Turner dating back to last season. I really don't know. I, I, I don't know if the Bulls make that move or if that's something they'd be more willing to try to work out in free agency because of just the size of the deal and th those type of deals are easy to get done over the course of the season and be a sign and trade, but something like that is possible. But let me know who are some realistic trade targets you would like to see the Bulls go after as well. But that is it for me for today. Make sure you're following the show at Bulls Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, BullsCentralPod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys. And like I like to end every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. See Red. It's game day. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Break Media.